Hello and welcome back to This Ain't It podcast. This week we have got uh, a doozy for you. We take you on some highs and lows, down to some deep mental health troughs. Get ready for the depression. Um, but we're going to start off with a bit around who we are. Anthony said we had lots of requests or people just going, who are you? So we're going to tell you a bit who we are. We're going to discuss uh, kissing techniques from being kids. Not kids. Like... <laughs> Not kids. No, we're not going that deep and dark. Um, kissing, we were kids. We were kids kissing, kissing other, other kids. Other age-appropriate people. Um, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about uh, teenage facial hair. Um, we're going to talk about mental health. We've both had mental various... Not various. That, this is a great intro. We've had uh, very different mental health journeys. So we're going to talk about that in the middle um, and just some of the stories to, so you can get to better to know us. Get to better to know us. Get to better to, get know, to, us. Better to know us. Get to better to know us. <laughs> Hopefully it goes better than this intro. Okay, <laughs> see you in a minute. Thanks, bye. Ninety-eight was a big year. We started secondary school together because we... Um, both went to different junior schools, right? You went to... I went to uh, a, li- a lovely little C of E school in the village of White Waltham. Oh, you know, Christian child. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. it was. And you went to uh, that heathen school yeah. called Wessex. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> <laughs> right, a little retro rate. Yeah, we, we used to have little, um, what are they called? Harvest festivals. And I think you went out <laughs> stabbing, didn't you? <laughs> We had to catch our dinners. Yeah. <laughs> so it was quite a culture shock when I came across people like Anthony. <laughs> Did you have like clutching little, hold of my Bible, like, <laughs> my pearls? You had like little hot milks at uh, afternoon and nap time. <laughs> I think we must have. I do. I do remember lying on the floor sleeping at some point. <laughs> I don't remember when or why. That must have been great. But yeah, I would have. Did you have like assemblies with hymns? No, we just had. Gunshots and uh, <laughs> <laughs> time to get inside, kids. And run DMC. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> um, yeah, we had we had assemblies and, and things like that. And, what you'd have hymns, would you? Uh, yeah, we would sing like, what's it like? This little light of mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the jazzy ones. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Ours were like the heavy ones. We did have one. What's that, that was... one where you sing about the homeless woman or something? What? <laughs> is that so <song> weird? <laughs> what? <laughs> what homeless woman? Like, let me take you by the hand and lead you through the streets of London or something like that. I don't know if it's about a homeless woman now. <laughs> it's a song we used to sing. I don't know. Like, it's in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I need to research this. We didn't do that one. No? We had one. I remember it was just as I was leaving. And like we've done years and years of these bloody boring hymns. And then there was one that came out and it was an absolute breath of fresh air. It was like, um, cauliflower's fluffy and cabbages green. Oh, and we'd yeah, all we click did. and go. Tah. Yeah, we had a bit of that. Well, this is, this is the Christian music <laughs> I can get on board with. I think we had that. Mine sounds very intense compared to yours. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you've got to learn on these streets, man. It's hard, hard so, life. Sounds like child abduction, your <laughs> song. So, yeah, we... Cross paths at, at at school then. At, at, um, well, we weren't still in different forms, though, weren't we? Yeah. Again, there was like the good side because there was four forms. Was six, there? I think. Was it six? Yeah. And then six. they were split. You did like combine yeah. half. So of them. I think I was in four. So there's four, five, six. Oh really? Because I thought I was six. Oh, were you? Or oh, maybe you were. I can't remember anymore. Oh, I think I was four. But yeah, I don't think our sides mixed for ages. No. Well, when you're in forms, then you kind of just stick with the the people you kind of went to junior school with, right? It's like yeah. sort of similar in in that form, yeah. So I'm guessing we became more friends from playing football and going to dib dib dob dob, going to old scouts. <laughs> well, I did all of it. I did beavers, cubs, yeah. scouts. Did you do it as well? Yeah, but I was obviously I think I was in different uh, different days or something like that. Yeah. Did you always have with this scout leader who's a bit legendary called Clive? Mm. I think he's still alive. I think he is. My dad said he's still alive. Okay. But I think they moved away. Oh, not, really? not on the run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems quite likely. He, uh, yeah, he had a, a different way of treating 
young boys a bit. <laughs> not, not, not in that no, way. No, <laughs> we weren't like that. No, <laughs> but thankfully, um, he was just. Uh, he'd make us like I run wanna... for desserts and stuff like that. Yeah, it was like a bit like Lord of the Flies. Like, yeah, I want like he wasn't violent, but I feel like he might have had a violent streak if it'd he be, wanted. We'd be like giving Angel Delight, and then he'd put it in a massive bowl in the middle of the field, and then make everyone run. Uh, yeah, and I, I hated Angel Delight. So I didn't <laughs> but uh, I'm sure if it was the you, chocolate one, I was straight. You in were there. straight in there. Strawberry? No, I wasn't into fruit that then. I mean, and you have like that pace of like five meters, so you know you could probably. Get oh yeah, I I've got great acceleration, yeah. but like my top speed is just quite low. <laughs> I don't think they put it too far away. <laughs> so I can get get there quick, but then and it's constantly like, not fast. Yeah. Oh, hold on. <laughs> so yeah. I accelerated up to the speed and then did a large jump yeah, headfirst yeah. into the Angel Delight. Like, but we did some hideous things in Scouts to other people. Like? Remember when he weed on that tent? <laughs> Were you there for the pissy on the tent? Was it me? Well, no, you want to. We, um, for some reason, we pissed on someone's tent. Yeah. And then it all leaked inside. And then, <laughs> and then we got told off. They said it wasn't very Christian of us, which I guess it isn't. I mean, it doesn't say after much. all that teaching and junior. School, I know after all that, and I hadn't yeah, learned. You're going to hell, man. The one rule of Christianity is not to piss on people. <laughs> not to piss on thy neighbour. I mean, <laughs> it's used to be. I've remembered some of the commandments, not murder. There's no. Oh, you're doing well with that one, then. I haven't done any murdering. Oh, okay, good. Um, just a bit of pissing, which is yeah, we used to like. It. Throw um, cow pats at, at, at a particular person. <laughs> at a particular person who had a large semi-aquatic animal as his name. I'm not going to say because it was actually bullying and it's horrendous. But we did but, throw shit at him. Yeah, which again is bullying and it's terrible. Don't do it, kids. But yeah, did some things. <laughs> I remember smoking grass, like actual grass. Oh yeah, we tried that, didn't we? And um, tea leaves as well. Tea leaves. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember that. That's probably where I first had a cigarette at Scouts, mm. out the back of the tent. The older boys. Yeah, the bigger boys. And maybe my first alcoholic drink. I think old, Cl- old Clive might have bought me a shandy. Well, did we not just have the stuff at your mum's, though, before? Or not? Well, like White Lightning? Or quite possibly. She liked, it, she liked a Cronenberg as well. Cronenberg. Always had Cronenberg knocking around. I remember having sleepovers and we'd try that. Yeah, it could have been. I don't, know, maybe, I don't know, probably about at the same time, isn't it? We were in Scouts when we were doing that. What range <laughs> that was. <laughs> and just like wander the streets. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite what a time to be alive. <laughs> Didn't have mobile phones back then. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, of course, we were in the legendary Maidenhead Magpies football team. Oh, I can't quite remember when I started doing that. I was quite late to football. Yeah. So for a number of years, I wasn't very good. And then we quit. But <laughs> you you were much better at football. I was okay. I was like, I wasn't. I think it was because I was slight and quite quick, you know. And I wasn't slight and quick. Or was I fat and <laughs> <laughs> pondering? <laughs> I wasn't comparing myself. I was just saying that's, that's what I had. That were your strengths. Yeah, I got, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I was quite timid as a, as, a, as a child. So I wouldn't want to get like stuck into challenges and... Oh, that's all changing now. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you broke your arm. We had a pre-season I did, friendly. I did break my arm, yeah. At um, York Road, which is Maidenhead United's ground. Yeah. Oldest ground in the world, Old, I think. Yeah. Still in use. Still in use, yeah. And I remember it. You went up for a header and sort of landed on your arm and broke it. Yeah, I went for a, like a flying volley kick. That was it, yeah. yeah. And then I just landed right on my right arm. And then it was horrific. But that was against our rivals, Maidenhead boys. That's it. Correct. So... If we compare this, they're a bit like Man United. No, I feel like we were really bad. Yeah, we so were always did the bottom. If there's like they would be Manchester City, uh-huh. and we'd be like Manchester Athletic from <laughs> <laughs> the regional divisions or something. United, yeah, <laughs> so they were really good, and they'd always we steal were... our best players. Like every yeah. season, they'd nick one of them. They were, yeah, that would always happen, wouldn't it? Yeah, and they were really arrogant, and they had matching water bottles and like yeah, and then matching returning players would be like, "Oh, you lot are so shit." Yeah, 
and they'd have like all their kit would match. Yeah, we'd we have, would like, have like different kits from different years, <laughs> different seasons. We'd all have number six. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would have a massive one that's Short, too big for them. Shorts like XXL, take it around. Then we play in like full size goals as well, wouldn't we? Yeah. So what's that about? <laughs> and like we were tiny. Yeah. Just lump it up. And we used to play them every every preseason, and we mm. always get absolutely battered. Yeah. But it was a it was a good derby. Yeah, it being a bit feisty. Always, yeah. But yeah, I hated those guys. Still do. <laughs> Mainhead boys, screw you. <laughs> We're better now. Yeah, with your chic money and your. <laughs> where are you now? Eh? <laughs> yeah, where are you? Huh? <laughs> not making a podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I I love blossomed from from then on, eh, Daniel? Yeah, I think um, at some point we must. I remember us. Being in German together, yeah, sitting at the back I think of the so class. That would be like year nine, I imagine. Yeah, I feel like that's when it really blossomed. Right, yeah, and yeah. then <laughs> you get told off by the German teacher because she said I was bringing you down or something. Because <laughs> yeah. you were really good at German at one point. Apparently, I was really good, but I was never good. And then it all I went think, downhill. <laughs> I don't know if she had like a soft spot for me. Maybe I could say ja, ja, in a really good way. Ja, ich liebe. I think that's the f- first class I remember having with you. Yeah, yeah, we, there might have been you. She would be like, "You're wasting your time with that Daniel Creasy. <laughs> you just keep swinging on your chairs, <laughs> laughing away at the back of the. We're having a great old time. Yeah. If you're going to stick the cool kids at the back, that's what's going to happen. Isn't it? We, we worked, worked hard in those years to get to the back of the class of Daniel. Oh yeah, because we were we were definitely in front of we <laughs> front of <laughs> Yeah, we yeah on the coolest league league table. We oh, were, we were. Relegation zone. Yeah, we we've been deducted points <laughs> for not enough coolness. Yeah. <laughs> so we definitely worked hard to work our yeah, way yeah. up that that social ladder. Like we we were like proper in betweeners sort of gang, I guess I'd say. Yeah, we sort of worked our way up and without then... without the jokes, probably. <laughs> yeah, it was no fun for three <laughs> years. It's very boring. And uh, yeah, so we we would just mess about then because then like year nine you start a bit more confident maybe I guess and I would say I was quite a shy kid at the start and then I was just like I don't know what I can go and chat to these guys because I was like wasn't really friends with the guys from Wessex anymore mm. we we stated the old the the animal guy <laughs> I wasn't friends with <laughs> and we had another guy called um what should we say that I don't know yeah, I know there was a nickname I was going to say. Someone at the back of German. I didn't want to say <laughs> stinky someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I didn't want to say the I full name. I don't think we should use people's names, so we call him okay. Fondy. <laughs> <laughs> he is this. He's going to know exactly who you're talking about. Well, no, he, we went, he went on different paths than it. He, he wanted to do the hard metal. Oh, yeah. And that sort of Matrix. Yes. He had a huge uh, level. And I was just still trying to find myself, trying to be me but it does take time i think it does yeah i feel like i didn't really find what i was who i was till maybe even after uni i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's and that's a weird thing to say because i don't even really know what that means find yourself but then when you find yourself you you realize oh this is me so i think you're always sort of trying to fit in with other people you you definitely do fit in when you're in school you just don't want to you don't want to be bullied or you don't want to like yeah. you know, stick out too much. And I mean, we all kind of look, sort of looked after each other, I guess. We never, we never bullied or we didn't do any, I would say, bullying to anyone else. We just kind of got on with it and became yeah. friends in school and carried on to be good mates after, I guess. Yeah. And, no, I don't think we ever bullied anyone, did we? <laughs> Apart from that <laughs> semi aquatic man. But even that, it, there was worse people than us. Um, <laughs> Not knowing names. I remember going along with things and like, I remember <laughs> like people would be like, oh, do you like this? And I go, yep. And they go, well, what do you like about it? And, I'm like, oh, well, well. <laughs> and that's how I, su- I think how I supported Man United because oh, even right. my mum, my mum supported them, but I don't really remember learning it from her. But I remember someone saying, do you like Man United? I went, yep. And that was it. I had to keep that lie up for the rest of my life. <laughs> so ever since then, I've even like football. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Doing well, man. So yeah, I remember doing a lot of that, just going, yeah, yeah, I love that thing. You still think that like David Beckham plays for Man United? Or... No, he's moved on to Real Madrid. Oh, that's stupid. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Keep up with the news, <laughs> thank you. 
<laughs> but yeah, we were. I wouldn't say we were too successful with the ladies at, at school, were we? Like, I mean, I think you actually had a had a girlfriend in school. I, I, I never did. Uh, not till was it six? Was it sixth form? Oh, I okay. think it was where I had my first. I thought it was like more year eleven or something. Maybe it was the end of year 11. Oh. But that was my, uh, she was my f- first kiss. Oh, okay. As well. Was it to Angels? <laughs> Probably was, actually. <laughs> was it? Vote now. When did we go to, you remember our holiday to Cavos? Yeah. When was that? that was that was, end of GCSE? That was, no, we were 18 then, so what's that? Oh, yeah, maybe, no, that was, yeah, before... Sick form, I think, maybe. Oh, so maybe because... No, we were 17 then, weren't we? Right, no. Oh, we might have been. So it was the end of, end of first year. Oh, was it? maybe I'd split up with her. Because I kissed someone there, and it was an older woman. <laughs> but I definitely I definitely didn't cheat, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't have cheated. But it was an older woman. She went, hmm, you can go tell your friends about this. Where? In Cabos? Yeah. I think it was a pity kiss because I oh. was talking to her. It wasn't like a... Thank uh, you for talking to me. It so wasn't long. like a stiffer's mum sort of thing. I don't think she was. I wonder who she was. Uh, Were you she... in Cavos? <laughs> <laughs> Between, I don't know, we're not sure, 2003 and 2007? <laughs> or did you kiss someone? It could have been me, let me know. Um, <laughs> you're looking for a, a very, very burnt young man, perhaps in a vest and some sort of straw hat. What would you say to her now, Daniel? Thank you for the best night of my life. <laughs> I still remember that kiss. <laughs> the waves crashing. So, yeah. Grey hair in the mist. <laughs> she wasn't a non, granny. Non lips. Non non lips. Why non lips? Because <laughs> she's old, so they like shriveled. <laughs> So the fact that I remember that kiss so much means I can't have had many. Yeah, I didn't have any kisses in school. You must. You had a girlfriend, didn't you? Not. No, not till (sighs) left school. I think. Really? Yeah. I was like eighteen the first first girlfriend. Was it? Hmm. Well, yeah. So my first kiss was with that first girlfriend. I like to wait, being a Christian boy. When was your first kiss? Because I think it was a lot sooner than that. Well. Yeah, me and uh, another friend called Thomas. Um, we'll use his real name because he's actually our friend. Yeah, and yeah. he'll probably like that as well. He'll like the yeah. The um, we used to um, go to an under sixteen rave in uh, Beaconsfield. It was in like a small town hall, I guess, in Beaconsfield. And they used to put big MCs on, like if you know back in the day, it'd be like MC Shabba and MC Skibbity. <laughs> DJ Luck? Not not quite that. Uh, they were quite still huge at that time. Yeah. Um, but these were like good artists, man. And me and Tom used to get there. Probably my mum or his mum would drive us up there. <laughs> I don't know. I imagine about 8 p.m. <laughs> that was late. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it like, went on until like midnight. Like, was it a up. school night as well? I feel like it was. Oh, maybe. I'm pretty sure you'd come in the next day and be like, oh, yeah, I pulled some yeah, birds so and things. We used to. We, me and Tom used to do all right. Like we, they didn't didn't allow us drinking in there, but we had we had a, we had a bit of chat, a bit of game, and I was like, "That's when I, it all started clicking." It all changed for me. For you. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I could actually, you know, talk to girls." I mean, we probably weren't even chatting up. It was like, "You want to kiss me?" Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure if it was like tongues kissing that type no. of bit. It was like lips or like. Was it just know? pressing against? Yeah, the it lips might be like. Mm, nah. Oh, you're nice. You're my girlfriend for the night. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Should we go for a dance? So what did you drink? Like Panda Pops? And... Uh, yeah, I think it was. Because <laughs> I don't remember. I never got invited to this, by the way. Yeah, it's just me and Tom's thing. Yeah, I know, to, I know it was just you two. We used to have the little cassettes and, and play them. <laughs> what, DJ Shabba? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's when it all, all, all clicked for old young Anthony in the old under-18 raves. That's when you learned it all. Hmm. The tricks of the trade, and after that, you're off. Didn't look back, Daniel. No, you changed. Yeah. I saw the change in you, but I, I blossomed know. as a man. <laughs> I'm not sure where tongues came into action, though. Not far after, yeah, yeah. None in that club, no, no, tongue. I imagine no maybe, French kissing. Is maybe, 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 maybe I tried it, you know, stuck yeah. it in once. Oh, this is nice, stuck it in once, <laughs> just poked it in there. 
<laughs> like, when do you start learning to kiss there? Like, it's weird, isn't it? I I, like, you see in American films that like, they practice like kissing their, like, their hand, their hand yeah. and or stuff. Their pillow. Yeah, I never did any of that. No, I don't really remember. I don't know if I did French kissing for my first kiss. I guess maybe I did, <laughs> but I don't know. How do you learn? Like, wait, what did I do with it? Did I just sort of <laughs> stick it in? Did I? <laughs> Like Annie Hopkins. Run it all around. Yeah. <laughs> so just run it all around. I don't know. It's all those weird things. Do you know if you're a good kisser now? You've been told? Uh, I've never been told. <laughs> <laughs> um, why have you been told? Um, maybe. Have you? I don't know. No, never been told. I guess that's a bad side, right? They probably tell you. If... I mean, yeah, no, they tell you if it was bad. That's true. Okay. I hope you're all like teeth or something like that. No, I think I'll probably just. You've got nice, nice lips, so that meant that's like I've a got, good, good cushion. I've got big old lips. Yeah. They're quite engulfing, I imagine. <laughs> we're, we're both endowed with good sized lips. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Nice, soft, cushiony, yeah, yeah. tight kiss, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got facial hair. Girls, chicks dig that. Well, I didn't have facial hair. No, we didn't then, though, did we? 32, and right. even now at 36, I can't really grow a full. I will not look back at pictures and I've got like no facial hair, I'm like 18 or whatever. Oh, that's, it's, it's very odd. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's brilliant, though, a beard. Like, it gives me a jawline and everything. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I shaved it really short the other day, and then I was shocked at like the double chin. So <laughs> I haven't shaved since. I'm never going to shave again, I don't think. It's it's hideous, like so. plastic surgery. It is. It is. You can shape it, give yourself whatever you want. Yeah. So, yeah. I probably had the old moustache at some point. I think we all had the mm. little moustache. Yeah, we tried the growing. Bum fluff. But I never did just the moustache. There was a few kids in the school that would just have the moustache. That was horrible, wasn't it? Well, oh, disgusting. I don't know what they thought. thought they yeah. were doing. I mean, I don't think I was much of a looker back in the... Well, no, not that I'm... <laughs> some swan now, but... <laughs> I had, like, You're bum right. fluff... Braces, little plain little glasses. Yeah, you never, you didn't have the cool glasses back then. No, Even then, no. I remember thinking, "What a geek!" <laughs> 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 it's nice to know you tell me now. Even for those days, I was like, "What, well, Anthony?" <laughs> 20, 20 years later, he tells me. <laughs> no, I know. I'd never got to pick the glasses. I'd maybe I did, but I, it was yeah, it's, it's challenging. Chatting to girls when you're when you're looking like that and not feeling sure in yourself, I guess back in those days. Yeah, well, you, it's weird. At some point, it just switches to I don't know, not feeling confident or cocky, but like no. feeling just, sure in yourself, just comfortable in your in your own skin, as they say. I well, guess. Yeah, that's another thing. You don't know when that happens. You don't know how to feel comfortable, but no. at some point, you do. And but, then sometimes you don't. But it's, it's okay yeah. to do that. Yeah. But it's always fear and doubt, and I'm, I imagine that was a lot when we were, were kids. Well, it's fear of being embarrassed, I suppose. Yeah, isn't it? Unless you that get... definitely did happen a few times. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, plenty of times. Mm. <laughs> and I guess as you get old, oh, maybe it's a mix of being rejected a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so then you're just like, oh, here's another one. <laughs> but we, 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 were, we were chatting with most people when we became friends with some girls, and like we had like a little crew by the end, didn't we? Boys and girls. I think that helped actually. Yeah, like I think that's good being in a mid school. You know, you just get to chat with them, you see what they're about. Like, not scared. Yeah, we had lots of platonic female friends, mm. but none of them wanted to be with us. No, they always choose someone else. Yeah, perhaps not or... platonic by choice, but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> not by my choice. Friend zoned. I think that helps because I remember we often we'd go out and it'd be us and like. Six girls. Yeah. And none of them were interested in me. I think half of them were interested in you. Nah. But then you just sort of get used to talking to females <laughs> a bit like Yeah. That. And then I wouldn't chat to them and chat to other girls. <laughs> yeah. That'd really piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I used to come to your, your parents' house a lot. Yeah. And get my second dinner. <laughs> yeah. I was literally Smithy from fucking... Um, <laughs> Gavin and Stacey. Daniel, have you eaten? And I'd, I'd, I'd usually say, 
Yes, but then I'd still have a full on whatever you were having. Because yeah. <laughs> you'd eat like at 5 p.m. or something. If like not that. earlier. Yeah. yeah. And we always didn't like 8 p.m. or something. Yeah. Like. So I'd have my dinner at like four <laughs> and then come around to Anthony's and have a second dinner. And, and then um, we'd probably just play Pro Evo. Yeah, it would have been Pro time. Evo back yeah. then, wouldn't it? Yeah. I yeah. do remember doing that. Or kick the ball around in the back garden. Oh, yeah. One of those little plastic balls. That yeah. Curve they <laughs> They were classic. I love them. <laughs> just pump them really hard. Yeah, and they just go. <laughs> and then I guess when we started having cars, so then we can just get around by ourselves. Yeah, because we're both quite early in the year to turn seventeen, aren't mm, we? Yeah, I'm it's your December, yeah, and I'm October. October yeah. So yeah, I must have. You passed first, I think. So you had the, the Nova, right? Yeah, my Nova, mm, which you kitted out. Kitted out. Did a did a custom spoiler, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, and I put subwoofer and six by nines in the back with an amp nice listening to um fire starter a lot remember well prodigy the yeah. whole album yeah no just the one just the one just the one, just, the... Just the one. yeah, yeah. single i think it probably was <laughs> so it had that and then a mix of it and then some b-side track nice yeah but you had a huge car crash didn't you i did when yeah. was that was that... that wasn't that was so i left uh sick form the first year because I wasn't doing well at school. <laughs> so I wasn't enjoying it. So then I went to college and studied sports science or sport performance or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Bark- Berkshire College of Agriculture. That was it. Yeah, yeah. A few people went there, didn't yeah. they? So, yeah, I was probably a bit of a boy racer back in the day. I had a little Fiesta. and Was it your Fiesta? Was yeah. It? You had a 306, did you? I had a 306 after that. Uh. Yeah, so I, I, uh, I spun uh, out on a wet day going around the corner. Uh, towards the college or away from the college I think it was and then went across the road and went through a field smashed through a fence and rolled over Jesus Christ and then the fence literally came through like a pole came pole through came through at the wheel arch and like stopped just before my uh, like abs Jesus. and sliced my hand up I saw it scar and then climbed through the uh, windscreen did you <laughs> did the whole windscreen smash I literally crumpled all around me oh my god and like someone was looking out for me if it was up there down there yeah. I don't know where it was but, well know. the pole's lucky it didn't hit your abs it would have shattered <laughs> <laughs> abs are steel bang just off <laughs> fuck you planet <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked at it and I was like I still remember to this day I was just a bit like Whoa, that was I wasn't like scared, I was like, that was fucking cool. <laughs> it would be quite cool. It's like, oh man, it was like in a in like a ravine, so mm. I went down. I was like, oh my god, like am I still alive? Yeah. Oh, and then it just started poof, like the blood just like pumping. Did it? Because it's like loads of adrenaline and it was just like pumping like a like vessel, wasn't Christ. it? Like, yeah. I'm just I called my mum, wasn't I? I think. Did we have mobile back then? I think we did. Yeah, uh, one of those Motorola's that used to change the cover. It was like an orange or a blue option. <laughs> I think I had an Alcatel. It looked like a toy phone. <laughs> it was green. And then I had got the flip one. So maybe I had the flip one. That's cool. I think, you know, everyone in life at some point has to roll a car. I think that's I think something so. you have to do. I haven't done it yet. So I think once I get to. You know, like eighty. If I haven't rolled a car, I'm just Go rolling, just going down a hill. <laughs> just, just you have to do that. I think. I think you do. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. Roll a car. Because we used to, when we uh, first got cars, we would we would just uh, drive around the mean streets of Maidenhead and uh, go looking for dogging sites, wouldn't we? And there was a few, wasn't there? Was there? A few. There was a few. We yeah. Winter Hill, uh, one by Pickens Green. That was like our evening. Like one of us would pick the other up, or yeah. one of our other mates would pick us up. Yeah. We'd drive around, just just scout around the ball. Mm. If we didn't get involved, <laughs> it was just to have a little looky, really, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. We never got the option now. Just no one invited us. Nah. I don't know the etiquette. Do you have to be invited, or do you just get involved? I think it's just like yeah. I think it's just a couple going at it, and then usually the, a group of men, usually I imagine watching. Yeah. Because being like, oh yeah, do you want to get? Because I saw the dog in the documentary oh, they had on Channel 4. Was it a documentary, Anthony? <laughs> Doing research purposes. Uh... <laughs> I've seen a few documentaries as well. <laughs> when they had all like a mask on, but they would discuss it. And um, I just remember this little guy had uh, really quite like a, a bigger woman. And mm. she wanted to introduce another female 
into the, so they went out into the middle of nowhere and there was like the three of them, they started like kissing and fondling. And then a dude just appeared from out of the bushes. Oh. And then he, he started like touching one of them. And then the dude was just like, I'm not really enjoying this now. <laughs> and then the girlfriend was like loving it off still. Like, it's oh, cool, man. Like, let's carry on. So, and there's a lot of things to weigh up in this dog in this, yeah, dog in dissertation. I think our dog in lecture yeah. that we're doing our analysis. I think if I was to do dogging, it couldn't be with like a partner or someone I cared about. I don't want to see them getting touched up by a weirdo in a forest. <laughs> you sure? But if I had a, a friend I didn't really like. <laughs> that had terrible glasses. Yeah. I'd go dogging with you. <laughs> if you're not just the two of us, but you know, you know, leave must. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, it's, it's an interesting way. We never really, we only caught, I remember only catching one couple out there. Do you remember that time? What was, what was it? We were in the one, one of the couples, I think it was near Pinkney's Green or something like that. And, um, we were just parked up, I don't know, just sat in there and listening to tunes, blaring out probably, I don't know, 50 cent or something like that. Oh yeah. And then <laughs> I think maybe I spotted it or someone did. And there was a van opposite and it just started rocking from side to side. And then I think it was our friend, Mark, who had a car and he put the full beams on and he bled it up and it lit this couple. <laughs> and it was just a guy behind literally doing doggy as well. Well, outside the van? No, in the van, the back of the van. And he was doing doggy. And then he just... What, turned... were the doors open? No, it was, it was shut. So we could see him. You couldn't see her. You could just see him just... It's pounding, and obviously we've got the full beams on, and he just gives us the double middle finger <laughs> hanging over a I think that's another thing you have to do in life, isn't it? Swear at people <laughs> yeah. while doing doggy. And that was that was it for my dog. Maybe you weren't there for that one. I don't think it was. I don't oh, remember that one. It was our dogging analysis for this week. Yeah, maybe it'd be a weekly So in this segment of our podcast, of This Ain't It podcast, Daniel, mm-hmm. um, we wanted to speak uh, from personal experiences about our mental health and what we've been through and when we had first signs of starting it and yeah, like how we've overcome it or whether we'd, we'd still do dealing with it or and the things, you know. <laughs> All those things we're yeah. going to cover. Maybe not today, but not, we'll, maybe see, not we'll see how we get on. Exactly. Some of the stuff. I mean, we like we like to have a joke and a laugh, and there have been and like I asked this. This is why I brought this podcast to you. Like I wanted to speak like freely and um, you know share my experiences <laughs> with with other people, and if it helps anyone, then then great. And but if like I just want to reach out and speak to you about it as well. Yeah. Well, I think uh, it's important because everyone says look out for the signs and not the signs. And I think I'm talking to you, your experience is very different to mine. And I think it's different for every person. For sure. How they react. And it depends what, you know, mental health is broad. And there's different things within it. I mean, I think mine would be classed as mild depression, mm-hmm. which I probably started... I I remember when I was younger, like there'd be times when I just wouldn't want to go out and see people. Even all. as a child. Yeah, maybe not like a like a maybe like secondary school. Right. Okay. I just I have a feeling that I like... didn't didn't want to see people, and I think at the time that that just sort of I didn't think any, anything of it. But looking yeah. back, knowing what I know now, that was probably me being slightly depressed because I don't I'm not like hugely depressive. No, because I, I've never thought of you as depressive and like if i look back and yeah. you're always like sort of life and soul of a party everyone wanted to be like hanging out with dan and yeah you know <laughs> so i don't know like did you cover that or like yeah it... i think it was a classic um what's that what's that saying like the, the clown behind the mask the oh, clown yeah. is crying or whatever yeah for sure. so it's a bit dramatic but i think <laughs> so even there even there covering it up with, with like humor and humor. jokes there you go yeah exactly. so i think that's exactly what i do so i'd always be 
or at least try to be the fun fun person when I was with people, and then at home, perhaps less so. Yeah. Um. So, but at the time, I mean, I could have had depression from whenever, but I never really realised till after. And you look back and you go, "Oh, that's probably what that was." Mm. There wasn't a thing that set it off at all. It didn't seem to be for me. No. I know some people. There's like like a trigger. Yeah. Know, something bloody terrible happens in their life. Uh, for me, I can't really pinpoint what it is. There's things that I do, like uh, try and keep fit and healthy. But going yeah. to the gym when I do go definitely helps. So keeping your body fit and getting your endorphins going and all that, that definitely helps me maintain it. And You're in good shape. You don't have to put yourself down. Uh, there. I've been better, in better shape. <laughs> but things like that, it's, it's one of those cliche things that people say, oh, you know, get to the gym. But it does, it does help me. It might not work for everyone. But that helps for me. And, well, I've, I've got tablets as well that I mm. take now. So I've been on them, I don't know, maybe a year now. Okay. And then... Do you feel a marked difference in, like, when you're not on them? Or... Um, yes. Yeah, there's a few times when I've, like, I'm going to take them every day. Mm. Um, there's a few times when I've forgotten them because I've been drunk or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I do think I fit. I mean, it could be the hangover. I don't know. Mm. But I haven't tried coming off them yet because mm. I've been on them this time. And then before that, maybe a year before that, I was on them. And then I just stopped them. What made I, your dis- what was your decision to stop them? Well, I thought I was fixed. Right, yeah. So I was like, right, I'm good now. And they ran out. And I was like, oh, I can't be bothered with the prescription. We'll get it, it. And you're meant to slowly come off them and not just stop them. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, after a while, I went back to the doctor and said, yeah, I probably need to do that again. Yeah. So I've been on them a bit longer now. And then before that, it was a good few years Prior to that, when I was last on them, when I was on for about six months, I did the same thing again. Thought I'd, I'd done it, and then uh, and then just stopped them again. But I think. Do you ever feel like you rely on the pills or not? Um, I don't know. I mean, I do. I guess I do at the moment. It's the fear of coming off them, really. Yeah. Um, but when you're off them, is it like times when you don't want to do things with the kids, or is it like, or you don't want to go out and or go to work, or? Oh yeah, so I get really. Yeah lethargic and when I'm really bad I just want to like I would literally tell my boss but some days I just sleep at home all day and not do any work Mm -hmm. and just be really tired because you just basically don't want to be awake to because you don't want to be depressed yeah so you're like oh I'll just sleep it's quite exhausting being depressed because you have to get up and be you know friendly and talk to people dragging yourself out of it yeah yeah and you don't want to see people because you're like oh we have to put on this whole show yeah that's real hard work um, but it's quite it's quite mild what I have really. Mm. It just uh, seems to be a constant thing. It's just there. Yeah, but I can't really. But you work. don't feel like it consumes you. No, not so much. It bounces, but it gets a bit worse. But not so much when I've been on, or not not at all when I'm on the tablets. So I have to just stay on them. Yeah, see how I do for now. But your your experience is a bit more recent. Is that? Okay, well, t- tell us about your recent experience, and then I'll ask if you can see what only experience or whether there's been stuff before. Um, well, yeah, coming to mine, mine probably like fully started when I was away traveling because, like, like you said, we had before. It's like, was there anything that um, set me off? And it's just that I thought, like, I felt like my body was really sick, and like I thought there was like something wrong with me. So when I was out in like Colombia. I went to a couple of doctors just to get like blood, blood, blood work done. And I was always having sort of these like disease or like if I like something wrong with my blood or like it's just like it felt like it was like my body was working against my mind. Yeah. And I literally couldn't get out of that. And then I just sort of like pushed myself through traveling. Like there was ups and obviously I had some great highs and then, and then I did like three or four four times the doctors like I wouldn't believe that what they were saying was correct like I still felt like I don't know I had incurable disease or like mm. I was like constantly checking Google like oh, I've got these symptoms like my mind would like tell me that I had like I don't know pains down my arms or like you know like like, like I'd say my chest would like have palpitations like really tight my breathing was like all off but it was all anxiety it was all like it's uh, diagnosed as like health anxiety i didn't take didn't go the pill route 
I've gone more therapy and talking, talking to a woman every week, which is helping, um, definitely helping. Like sometimes I have days where I just like, I don't worry about like things wrong with me. Like, especially if like, if it, even now, yeah, I mean, if it, if it's after like a night out or a big, big booze in session or whatever, then I kind of like beat myself up and then drag myself into a sort of hole again, being like, you're useless. What are you doing this sort of thing for Anthony? Like mm. it's not helping you. And then it would be like, my mind is working against my body again. And it's a crazy sort of experience. Cause I've never really thought of mental health before that. Like, I don't think I've, I would say, I don't think I really struggle with that side of things. Oh, like as a child, I was quite um, nervous getting scared of things. And like if the teacher would come in, I'd like hide on the table and <laughs> like, like cry at school and, and things like that. But like, as I grew older, I became more confident and like self-assured, I guess. But, um, yeah, I didn't really have many struggles until yeah, recently. Yeah, it's weird how it can suddenly happen out of nowhere. Yeah, and I, I sort of just like ah, it doesn't mean anything, you know. Mental health, what's that? Like, yeah. And now, yeah, like, like I've, I say I'm in like a good balance with it. Like, I don't go back to the doctors all the time anymore. I'm not like oh. googling symptoms. I know how to like deal with it now. Um, but it's still there, like you say. It's like always sort of yeah niggling. And I don't know if it's ever going to go away or it's just part of me now or, it's all, or it was always there and I've just like become more more aware more aware of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? You just sort of, it's almost like once it's there, it's there forever almost. Mm. You don't really know why it happens or where it comes from or no. what it is. And like, I think about it like as it's always been going on and people just shut it out. Like our nans suffer with things and they obviously don't, talk about it like mm. now we've got more of an open kind of relationship with our friends and family and, and and going through things like that but before like just you just <laughs> get told you're mental or something you know? yeah or like be locked away yeah. <laughs> yeah and that and yeah going to work and having focus at the weekends and and then like doing the gym in in the week and practicing like meditation and and sleep is like a huge thing. Like when I was at the height of my like anxiety, I couldn't sleep at all. Like I was like, having like maybe an hour a night or think something like that. Yes. An hour a night. Yeah. 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 Sleep is a killer. I just don't, don't know what to do. <laughs> like, it can absolutely fuck you up not getting enough sleep. Yeah. And it just felt like I was never going to get out of that cycle. When you're in it, like, it's just like, the days just feel so long, especially when you're getting one hour. Sleep. Yeah. It just feels like a day of just slogging along yeah. and you wake up again you're like not another one of these it's just like again i'm here you yeah. know it just, just with like you in ends. this body <laughs> yeah it'd be really bloody painful doesn't it? yeah yeah I never, I never really had physical apart from feeling sleepy mm. i never had like physical reaction that's quite yeah that's quite extreme mm. it was it's crazy how the mind can like send send all, all these it's like, like physical pains but it was just like Oh no, it's just your mind. Yeah. It's so strange. Oh, when you try to explain it, it's like, I mean, it's, yeah, it hasn't happened to a lot of people, but like, it's, yeah. I when you're in it, it just feels so real. And I mean, it is real. Like, it's a real thing, mental illness. Yeah. And I think because everyone's slightly different. But your, I mean, you know, yours is a totally different type of mental health. Because when you talk about health, like, I could say I've broken my leg, but you've broken your head, and they're very different. Yeah, no, not you've broken your head, you've broken your <laughs> arm or something. Just and put a plaster over it. They're all health, but they're very different healths. Yeah, you know? everyone always just say, "Oh, mental health," but within it's that, just like a big just, old yeah. like bracket over it all. You know, it's all very different things. Yeah, so you can't compare them. But it's 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 actually like on on like this might I don't know be I don't know <laughs> down episode like chat or whatever, but. On positive side, I've had more communication with my friends and family and a bit more open, I'd say. So like, there is positives that come out of it. Like, I feel like I have more of a connection with my friends. Like, we, we used to have, like, jokes and, you know, just having, like, trivial fun and, you know, <laughs> going to parties and, you know, doing all that. But now, like, 
I mean, I'm, I come back from a long time. I'm like, who, like, who are my real friends and who, like, I can rely on? And, like, I pick up the phone and like, I'm feeling down or like, you know, that I'm going through these issues. I can actually talk to people, you know, mm. which is a big thing because I thought when I came back, I was like, don't want to see anyone. Don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to stay in a hole, like, yeah. stay in, stay in a room or whatever, and just not speak about it at all. Yeah, when you're having. Or when, at least when, in my experience, when you're having the issues, the things that help you get out of it, the last thing you want to do, like see people, talk to people, do things, yeah. and then all the things like your head or your body says you don't want to, no, don't, don't do that. Especially like uh, me coming after traveling and stuff, and everyone's sort of, sort of like, hey, before he's like, mate, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I did have amazing experiences there, but sometimes I was just like, I hated it. <laughs> I hated being me, I hated like being there. Yeah. I mean, I was just being honest. I've always been like that. So, since talking to friends and you and other people, you basically realise that everyone has got something going on. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. A number of people are talked to, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I've got depression, or I'm having my life is perfect." <laughs> yeah, and you just realise there's so many people out there. Yeah, and it does help to know that there's other people going through, you know, similar things, or at least go, you know, people are going through something, and you can talk to them about it. Yeah, but it's often the hardest thing to do. I've often found it because I did the therapy for a bit as well. I often found mm. it easier to talk to someone who's a neutral. Yeah. Um, so if anyone's struggling, try try a try a therapist. Yeah, definitely do it. I mean, NHS has been great. Like I've got, like I've been lucky enough to get three free therapy sessions through this place called Talking Therapies. So they are out there. If if people, any people are listening or struggling, you know, there are options out there. Yeah, I did some of the talking therapies. Yeah, I think I've got like six weeks worth. Yeah, it's great. Like she was like, "Oh, we've had our almost had our twenty sessions. Do you feel comfortable to end it?" And I was just a bit like, "Actually, no." Yeah. <laughs> like I really like, like, I feel like it's a positive thing for me going there and having the chat and yeah, definitely asking her questions. <laughs> Even though she's like, you know, this is about you. You know, like sometimes I don't really like uh, opening up about myself. So I'm like, when it's all just about me, then I I'm, I get a bit like, I need to know about you. Like, yeah. I need to find out. Because I only usually let my feelings known, like, in my close-knit circle. So I'm like, when it's someone new, then I don't usually give too much away. Yeah, see, that's where we're, we're different, aren't we? Because I prefer yeah. that. Yeah. Not telling my friends or close people about what's going on. You prefer the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> but you tell everyone the first person you met, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're best friends now. Yeah. I think I probably have done that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. I don't know why that is. And then I like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I ask her like her opinions on me or like what she thought about that session <laughs> or like, you know, because it's interesting. Like I find it interesting to know what like, she doesn't know me, you know? So what her opinions of me are like. Even speaking about the podcast, like to my friends, they're like, "Oh yeah, we expected this from you, but like we don't, they don't know you." Mm. So it's interesting to get that um, perception of people, you know. <clears throat> Why do you think you want to know what she thinks of you? <laughs> I don't know. I just find it quite interesting. I think mm. just um, how I come across, like my personality, or like what I've been speaking about or like, yeah. know, the issues that I bring up or topics. It's oh, interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> I did the, the NHS talking therapies one and then I paid for a private one. It was about £40 a session. Yeah. So I'd go to a little hut. There's a woman in Bracknell. Right. She had a little hut attached to her house that I went to. But she was brilliant. And... Um, <laughs> And we're not always talking. Sounds like an Eskimo or something. Yeah, well, sometimes a bit cold out there. <laughs> right. Turn the heating up, love. I'm paying 40 quid. <laughs> so, um, it's not like wildly expensive. Like you assume, assume it would be like 500 quid. Like, I don't know, these people in New York who have a therapist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're, on, they're on a chaise long, on the chaise yeah, long. Yeah, sort of, there was no chaise long. <laughs> it was a room that was around one metre by one metre. Hazy. Um, but I think you can get them even cheaper as well. Mm. So, um, it's worth at least going, and I think they probably do a free trial, so it's worth going. And yeah, it's definitely. I don't make, think... make the jokes, but yeah, it's, I, I find it hugely important in my my. I don't know, is it a road recovery or I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's an interesting, one, isn't it? I don't know. 
I think at the moment for me, I'm sort of managing it. Mm. Maybe I have to manage it for the rest of my life. But whether that means tablets for the rest of my life, I don't know. I mm. know people go on the tablets for years and years. But I think... They even come off them as well. They just become like reliant on them. And just that's, that's yeah. every day. Yeah, I think you've got to slowly reduce the amount you have them instead of just coming off like I have them mm. in the past. <laughs> you, I think you tend to spiral Getting a bit. cold turkey. Yeah. I don't seem to have any side effects from them. No. Did people say there are side effects? I think you can get side effects, right, you know, okay. death, diarrhea, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> the two Ds. <laughs> Double Ds. <laughs> Not in a good way. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I'll just stay on them for a bit, see how I do. Yeah, that's um, fair enough. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a scary one because what happens if you come off and it all goes wrong again? I don't know. I'll be here to help you. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. I know you will. <laughs> um Thank you for listening to episode two of This Ain't It. I um, hope you've enjoyed our trip down memory lane of how Daniel and I know each other from dogging to first kisses to terrible, terrible style and facial hair. Mm-hmm. And then bring you up to speed with our mental health and uh, possibly the struggles we've gone through and how we're coming up through the other side and hopefully it was if you're out there struggling at the moment it can help you in some kind of way um if you need to reach out then give us a message on uh spotify platforms or instagram at this ain't or it tiktok or tiktok yep and give us a follow and a like that'd be great um next episode we're going to go back to 1998 when me and daniel first started school together and we're going to do some of the music, um, possibly movies, hot topics, and we might bring in some Dear Deirdre's or Dear Daniel, as I like I to love Dear Deirdre. So, yeah, tune in for that one and thanks for listening. Peace.